What's going on, listeners? Welcome to episode 13 of the Allure DJs podcast. Uh, we don't have all, on, all hands on deck here today, uh, but we do have Sahil as always. What's up? And a little new face that you guys have heard of before, but he's back because he actually likes talking about music, right, buddy? Yep, yep. What's up, Mayor? What's going on, my man? All right. Well, on the Allure DJs podcast, we discuss the hard-hitting topics that saturate the music industry. From the perspective of a DJ company, we talk about the way music impacts culture and society. L -l Let's get it popping. So, about that new Drake album. Oh, oh I think we all have a lot to say about that. <laughs> all right, how about this? Whoever has the most positive things to say goes first. Uh, so, yeah, Mayor, that's you. Um, all right. Well, um, I don't know if people are familiar, but this was a two-disc release. And the way it's focused is the first disc, uh, 12 songs, I believe. It's focused on more of the hip-hop and rap industry, where the second disc is released as a more of an R&B type of uh, album. So he does get a, a little flavor of everything going on in this album, and uh, I think it the benefit to this, at least in my opinion, is he attracts a large crowd, and I think that's the benefit that Drake has going for him. Uh, I did like a lot of songs. There's some that I didn't think were great hits, but there are some on there that I think will be up on the charts for a while, and some definitely fire beats on there. Yeah, beats beats were good. Beats were definitely good as always. I think uh, I think one thing I've always liked about Drake. I will I'll start off on a positive note. I guess one thing I've always liked about Drake is the production. I've said that on multiple occasions. I think Forty is a fantastic producer, and uh, I think that he is responsible for a lot of what makes Drake really good. Um, now going on from that. This album, however, <laughs> bro, that was the most kiss ass response ever. I don't no, know what you're talking it. about. No, not no. you, him, oh, Mayor. Okay, okay, all right, bro. That was way too kiss ass. At least in my opinion, dude. I'll, just to be blunt about it, in, if you ask me, it was just a huge disappointment. It was a huge, huge disappointment for yeah. me. I'm not saying every song sucks or anything was like it wasn't trash. I understand that. Obviously, Drake does have a quality associated with him. He's not like, um, he's not a BS like. He's not a BS artist, let's put it that way. I don't know about rapper. We'll get into that in a second. But he's not a BS artist, but I'm pretty disappointed with the work. And we'll, I'll talk a little bit more about it as we go on. But, like, overall, my impressions were that this was not at all what I, – I don't think – I think this was a terrible, like, thing to come out with, especially after this whole Push the T thing. Oh, my God. So, it yeah, I mean, just long story short, just what I think is that people expected a lot, at least anyone that's – been keeping up with this i know there are a huge amount of people that really just didn't care about the whole push a t thing that just went right over their heads and not everyone really cared about it or even made anything of it honestly some people didn't even know there was a back and forth going on they oh, didn't yeah. even know the songs that came out yeah so i understand that <clears throat> not everyone might feel this way but from a perspective of someone that was following pretty closely between like what they said back and forth and between like doing this podcast we've been um really keeping more up to date anyway but just so from that perspective I really expected that after what went down with Pusha T, the hype was all built about him coming back, and I think this was not an adequate response. And that's the nicest way I can put it, at no, least. Absolutely. I, I completely agree. Uh, despite what I said with the whole positive thing, that was actually the only positive thing I really did have to say. Beyond that, I'm not about this album. I'm sorry. There's The main reason for it is because of what you said. Uh, he did this thing where, and he said it before the album was coming out. I saw a bunch of articles about this. He said that don't like for all the people who are waiting for a response, just listen to the album. Your your questions will be answered, and that absolutely did not happen. 
I'm sorry, just because he said I wasn't hiding the you the world from my son, I was hiding my son from the world, or whatever he said. Beyond, I'm sorry, that wasn't that deep, dude. Yeah, I, I, I saw mean, all these people on Twitter like, oh my god, I get it. No, no. <laughs> Actually, you wanna you wanna. I I'm not sure if everyone's aware. Uh, you wanna backstory, provide some context. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So uh, essentially. Uh, when Drake, were, Drake and Pusha were having that back and forth, it all started with what Pusha did uh, with that song Infrared on his album Daytona. We talked a little bit about this whole uh, back and forth. Uh, Drake released a response, and then Pusha released this thing called The Story of Adidon. Uh, Adidon is a, a little, it's a mixture, and it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be this campaign that Drake was going to have to reveal his son. Uh, his son's name is Adonis. And he was going to have his Adidas kind of be like tie into his son in some sort of way. And it was going to be this big rollout. Which is Pusha, mediocre, by the way. Yeah, but. which is stupid. But Pusha, uh, <laughs> being the savage that he is, knew all of this prior and decided to expose him on this album, this diss track. And he, he basically revealed that not only that Drake had a son, but he has this son with a stripper who... He claimed he was neglecting and not, and uh, you know, regardless of whether all that was true, that's all we knew about the situation. So that's what we're gonna go with. And Drake, who also said this on the album, decided that the best route would be to not address it. He said, "A wise man once said nothing," and I'm like, "All right, no," <laughs> because you are a rapper and you are supposed to say something back. And he did. He had a couple of bars on this uh, on this album. He said something about like, "I'm not a deadbeat dad. The only beats that are dead are like when I rap on them or what, something like that." Yeah, I'm like shut the fuck up. Yeah, because you know what, you know what though, him being, in my opinion, he's not obviously the best rapper out there, but he does at least half classify himself as a rapper. That is kind of like the stigma he's going for. Besides the singing, and if you like, I'll get a little bit into this too. But there's like that description on the new album. Like if you read the description oh, of Apple yeah, Music, there's like it's him trying to like whatever address like all the haters but in general i'm just like i don't know like Dude, the, did that not come off totally logic like to you yeah, <laughs> yeah I, did, I did see I'm a little like, yo, did there, logic but... write this for you bro <laughs> well, i think going along with that um i was also like disappointed at least from the fir- in the terms of like this whole push a t uh drake thing that was going on you know the last time i was on we talked about that a lot and we got like a good flavor and it, it came out with at least the result of all that going on was you know we got awesome album from Pusha T and we got two great tracks between Pusha T and Drake uh, going back and forth but you know I think one big thing that I was also really disappointed about was uh, I do agree with you guys on that this album doesn't really address the comeback towards Pusha T maybe he might be releasing something in the future maybe not whatever it might be but I think what the biggest thing Drake wanted to do here was he wanted to focus on the album and him as a person and just wanted to leave that behind I think that's what he's going for um like, I've been a Drake fan. I haven't been, like, a supreme diehard Drake fan. I've liked his music over the years, and I I just think what he's focusing on now is his person and his image. Uh, he does address some things in the album. He does answer a little bit of questions here and there, but I still think there's a lot out in the unknown that needs to come out, and it's his own personal life. Yeah, I get, like, he's a huge celebrity and things, like, surface, but... I think he did an all right job on this album and it, it wasn't like complete trash. It does, you know, there are some hits on here, which I believe we can possibly get into today. Uh, yeah, I actually think, uh, Mayor, you pointed out nonstop is one of the ones that you thought was, uh, was going to be one of the hits, right? You thought you liked that Yeah, I, I like nonstop. There's a couple of songs on there. I liked, um, there's, there's a feature few, with Jay-Z. Yeah. Feature yeah, with Jay-Z, which I like. There's that Michael Jackson on there, which was, I, uh, I appreciated that though. Not yeah, it was a good, I, I, it was a good song. a good tune. I liked it. Yeah, um, I agree. 
some of the R&B tracks on there were pretty dope, in my opinion. You know, we haven't had a lot of R&B coming out recently. At least I haven't been listening to it recently, so... I liked Ratchet Birthday Party. I liked that one. I, personally, I just... I didn't like the whole nonsense Punjabi crap that he's doing on there. Um, <laughs> but other than that, I think it was a pretty good track. Uh, there's a couple songs on there. I really like Blue Tint with uh, The Future in the background, which is really nice. I like that. And then uh, that song Finesse... Um, Recently, you know, I think. Seem to uh, like a lot of songs on this album. I do album like a lot of songs on this album. I'm not kidding. Like, I listened to this al- album on my flight. Uh, I was legit dead tired on my way back and I didn't fall asleep. I listened to the album through and through from start to finish, which God is bless you. very difficult to do, uh, especially <laughs> when you're in a flight and you're sitting in the middle seat and you're like cramped in there. Yeah. But uh, the one thing I did, like, I was going back to finesse is like, um, you know, we get to see some of that production aspect on there, which was really cool. Uh, and, you know, how he coordinates with his team. But um, there are songs I liked on there. There's some songs I did not like at all, but yeah. mm, it's uh, really good, I, in my opinion. Okay, I just want to say one thing. Um, to anybody who tweets when Drake said anything in quotes and then at the end of it, I really felt that. I don't know no, what you're you feeling. Didn't. You so. didn't feel it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You felt... You felt a very shallow emotion <laughs> yeah i think the song, oh my god <laughs> yeah i think the song that everyone's re- relating to right now is uh i think it's summer games that was yeah. the one thing whatever and bro. dude like all these twitter posts i'm sorry guys but you guys got really got to stop dude like, you're not listen i'm sorry i i like i get if you like playing drake at your parties but no he's not deep drake's not deep dude if you guys follow rishi on twitter by any chance it is so entertaining about like he complains about drake so much and bro you best know i retweet that shit every time because it's so good please follow me on twitter because i'm speaking nothing but truth drake (laughs) g easy i'm coming for you too bro every time every time i get an opportunity you g easy logic a lot of times all of you i'm coming for you if i gain popularity somehow Somehow, <laughs> I am gonna take those people down. Dude, the savage is about to go to the max. Because holy shit, man, I can't do it. I can't like I'll, I'll read some of these lyrics and I'm like, you really think that's deep? Because because honestly, you know how like there's always like a Drake season where everybody uses his his lyrics as Instagram captions. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely this whole entire you summer. That's right? just, just in wait. a little bit, but yeah. But just... I'm like I'm like yo. If you really want a caption, I can give you so many albums that have so many amazing quotables that people will people will read them and they'll be like, "Holy shit, that's really clever. I wonder where you found that." And that might be something somewhat original. But I'm sorry, I don't want to see another "I only love my bed and my mama." I'm sorry, <laughs> ever again. <laughs> don't ever caption that. I'm sorry, I don't ever want to see it. I, I've seen it so many times, like the amount of times it's been used on Instagram. Dude, no. Have you not yeah. seen it? Like, I've seen it, but like, see, look, this is the advantage to being Drake, right? You can release anything. Like he, you could release literal garbage. You, yeah, some <laughs> you, you could to, at, um, you at some point to. if you wanted to, he could legit spit straight yeah. garbage, and it's gonna pop up on your newsfeed everywhere, yeah. no Sounds matter like what form of social right media <laughs> is. Oh, actually, and you know what? After all this slander, it might be a good idea for me to um, give him one compliment because for the first time. I actually found a Drake bar or like a, a series of bars that I really thought was pretty good. It was, it, and I'm gonna say them right now. He he said, uh, he said, I know a girl whose one goal was to visit Rome, then she finally got to Rome, and all she did was post pictures for people at home because all that mattered was impressing everybody she's known. And then I was like, damn, that's actually yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that, that, that I, heard that, I heard that on the plane, and I thought to myself, you like, um. Am you I gonna be that right on Twitter? Huh? You you like reposted that on Twitter, right? I did because somebody. Because I remember I retweeted had tweeted that too. Somebody had tweeted that. Uh, they were talking about. Uh, 
they were talking about like, oh my god, he's so intent on criticizing women. And stuff oh yeah, like, like they took it the wrong not, way. Yeah, like, that's what I he's said. Not I was like, criticizing dude, you did women, not read dude. This like, shit right at what, all, bro. What, <laughs> I think what he's targeting there is like, yo, do you do you think about the way social media works, right? And it's like, are you really all these posts you're making about? travel and food and whatnot like are you actually enjoying yourself at the Dude, end of the day a, right it's honestly a superficial means of like getting your getting your like ego fix Dude, you know J. what i mean Cole yeah. talks about this on yeah, KOD. yeah, yeah. he talked Dude. about he, uh, jake cole's talked about it a lot of times and dude right here i was like i know a girl happily married till she puts down her phone oh my god that's so hard <laughs> yeah 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 that that sucks too because that speaks to like how many people are escape i mean and yeah. honestly like not to get all serious about it but that's why like there's such a high rate of like anxiety Divorce. depression like that's just so prevalent now because people are so like they're, they they care more about how they look than how they're actually like what's actually yeah. going they're on they're all caught Absolutely. up in this uh you could say virtual world essentially yeah. right where they can't really tell the difference between what's real and what's actually not real yeah. and their reality is based on their impression that's on uh, from other people so you can get this identity that you never really wanted, but yeah. you'll just roll with it because, yo, like I'm, I'm the cool guy or I'm this person who gets all these likes and all these follows and I'm just going to roll with it. Right. Yeah. But, and people think that translates to like who you are as a person or like just what kind, like just how you present yourself or whatever yeah. it is, but it doesn't like, it's, it's crazy. And I, I just want to say, by the way, that's the insight you were supposed to take from that lyric. And if you're if you're one of those because it was a lot of retweets that tweet that you're talking about yeah. a lot of people retweeted that if you're one of those people who wanted to point out that he only said she in that entire verse you're you missed the point bro you missed the point yeah because because yeah he said she in that but he's, like, he's and then someone got offended like like oh you're why are you always talk why are you always like talking down on women I'm just like that's what you got out of that like and by the way his freaking one of his lead singles for this album is nice for what yeah which all which, you bitches were all so about happy women. about it's all about women it's, it's about women. getting a girl. It's a woman anthem, bro. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this is insane. I, I, it's, it's just like, it's so funny because like the same exact girl who will be upset about that or person who will be upset about that will also be a, super happy when he releases something like Nice For What. Like it's just yeah, a The beat is catchy, duality. dude. Like, so I was actually had this discussion with someone, but I think the benefit that Drake got out of this album, dude, he hit rap, hip hop, R&B. He hit parts of pop right like pretty he, poorly but, but like dude he's me. still he's still influencing <laughs> yeah. the stuff out there right and there's going to be people who's going to get a positive or a negative whatever you get out of this right but they're going to have some sort of influence on not gonna, based on this at, at least i think in my opinion there's going to be not going to lie though i don't see drake as a great influence to rappers he's like to rappers oh no yeah he i have not seen him influence any good rappers he's people influenced by rappers yeah all of he, them he's not an influence he's so that's why like i get a little like set back when people say he's like pushing the culture forward because i think that's debatable he's like defined his own path and he's in a sense he's like partially responsible for some like stereotypes that are set dude he's also just drake is literally a he's he's carved this like little little like path for himself and it's been it's a, not a little path it's a huge path but he did it by kind of hopping on waves. Anytime something really big was happening, like Fetty Wap, My Way, uh, he hopped on the remix. Versace, Migos, hopped on the remix. Like, all of these things was him just kind of, like, it, he does it even on this album. There's a song, uh, 
was it mob talk mob ties mob ties yeah Yo, that's but, that beat is fire yeah but he does he's it's a playboy cardi song let's just yeah, get that I let's guess. just get that straight yeah it's a freaking playboy cardi song and it's the exact play it's the exact same thing and he does that he does that all the time where he takes people's flows he take and it's fine because he's drake and you know he's up there but that's what he is and in the beginning he kind of had his own sound i really don't think he does it that's anymore. that's what i'm saying that like i don't really see him as a big influence in hip-hop at all because he's just he's just following yeah like you said he's literally just following trends and i don't see him being a good like stepping stone for any smaller rappers or like artists in general to just i, I don't think there's much inspiration to be found in him besides just I mean, I, I can applaud how hard he's worked and how far he's come and how diligent he's been yeah. to the point where he he does have, like, a little bit of his own flavor, even though he's jumping on these trends. So, like, I'm not going to say he's a bad artist because he's not, and he's not, like, he he has obviously done a lot in the hip-hop community, so he's not, like, irrelevant at all. Like, not even in the slightest sense. But I don't think he's, like, anyone should look up to him to, like, progress. Dude, I respect, like, guys like Young Thug more than I respect Drake. I love Young Thug compared to, like... I think Young Thug is like way more influential than Drake is. I, in I personally wouldn't agree with that, but like I see what you're saying. I, I, know I see you what may you, not like Young Thug, bro. But, but Young I know Thug, what you're. I get where you're like. Yeah. I get where you're, the point you're trying to make. And though. He's amazing at what he does too. Like I, I, I'm a big fan. But that's but like that's really what I'm talking about. Is like, regardless of whether you like the wave that Young Thug created, he created his own wave. And it's been lasting, and there's guys like like Gunna and uh, who's the other guy, Lil Baby, all these types of guys who almost, in my opinion, kind of sound exactly like Thug, but oh, they have their legions of fans all on their own. Like this is a guy who's really trying to create things. Future the same way. I'm not a big Future fan. I like Young Thug more, but a lot of people love Future, and Future has created so many artists. And, like, that's what we're talking about, where, yeah, regardless of any, whether or not you agree with their waves, whether you think they're mumble rappers or lyrical or whatever, they are influential, and Drake is not. Not, yeah. What do you think? Um, so, a few things. Um, going back to this whole Young Thug thing, I actually thought there's Young Thug on the song. I have to yet to confirm on it's Mob not, Ties. It, he sounds just like it, dude. Like, I, t I had to take a couple <laughs> takes on that one. But um, I think... One thing that I did notice, at least when the, the album dropped, it was released by uh, Young Money, like like Lil Wayne's label. Um, and I think... Um, it was YMCMB? Yeah, it was YMCMB. It was released under... I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, um, yo, So I think this is the last YMCMB. album oh, that yeah. Drake has under contract with YMCMB. So going forward, we're going to see a lot of OVO. We're going to see a lot of true Drake and what he wants to do. Okay, okay. That's a so very bold if, statement. Um, you know, <laughs> that's something I want to look forward to. Like, that's one thing. Uh, like, a lot of people... I've talked to people who say that I don't like Drake. I only like Drake when he features on a song. And <laughs> some of his features recently have been really fire and i'm not gonna argue against it look alive there yeah, are I some mean. people who say that you know drake by himself is really good and you know he gets a flavor on his fe the features he has on his work are also beneficial but i think going forward we're actually gonna see true drake we're gonna see drake what he wants to do right so, the presence that he wants to build in the hip-hop community and maybe what if he turned like he can turn into one of these people that's providing guidance or direction to the the young heads coming into the industry right we don't know what's gonna happen but I think that's something to look forward to. So I think uh, the one thing I will have to disagree with you on is I don't I don't really think if you're expecting Drake to have some sort of like like extra freedom and he's gonna be different. Yeah, of it, I don't I don't foresee the, that he has all the freedom he needs. Like it's not he, there's no I guarantee you there isn't a single person who can tell Drake to not do what he wants to do. 
Yeah, not I'm a single sure person. True, but... And so, I, yeah, that's a good point. So yeah, I didn't you're think of that. Expecting but... like a like a change in sound because of this whole jump over to uh, you know back to OVO, not gonna happen. I'm not I'm not expecting a whole change in style, yeah. but I think we're gonna see at least over the next year or two the true Drake, like what he's capable of doing. It would be interesting if he does, you know, if he does try something new at least. Even no, if it's I'm down for that, even yeah. if he's, I, I don't expect anything life changing to be honest. Like I, I don't expect a whole new Drake to come out of this. But you know, if he if he tries something new, I I, I would be interested to listen at least. Yeah. Actually, and you know what? That's actually kind of a nice segue because I think we're on our way to a whole new Meek. Oh yeah. Oh yo, this song. You guys are you guys are really enjoying the song. If you haven't caught it, uh, forget what's the title. If you title. haven't caught it, you're not woke. Uh, you yes. gotta stay woke. You gotta stay woke. Because that's with me. the name of the song. <laughs> and it's lit. And I want Mayor to talk about it because I think he's really into it. Uh, me personally, I'm a huge Meek fan. I've always been a Meek fan. I'm pretty sure people who know me know I'm a big Meek fan. And I really enjoyed this song from the production to the, like, the beats, the production, the lyrics. Like Meek went in on this song. And I think it has to do with a little bit of being locked up for a bit. But I think the meek vengeance is upon us, and I'm ready for what's about to come. Maybe an album, I don't know, maybe first song of many to come. Um, what do you think? I, I think an album's coming, and uh, I agree with you. I think, uh, I think uh, like one thing that I've always echoed is artists always, and I think it's almost obvious to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Art, artists always produce better when they've been through something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, yeah, and I it's, agree. It's always the case, and I think it's inevitable because you know inspiration comes from hardship. Inspiration comes from a lot of things, but hardship is one of the biggest ones. And I think that's also like it's a, it's a lot of the reason why people often say that a rapper's best album is like his first because it's the one where they're the most hungry. You know, their mixtapes, Logic's mixtapes are the best. J Cole's mixtapes. Are the yes. Best. People they always say shit like that, and it's fair because they're hungry back then. You know, Jay Z, Reasonable Doubt, all these types of things, and I think. Uh, for a while there, Meek and he was. If you if you listen to early Meek, like Dreams and Nightmares is Dude, what everybody's been hyped stuff. over, right? That comes from Meek's hunger because Meek was still, you know, so young in his career back then, and he was trying to prove something. And I think that this whole this whole hardship that happened and all the things that he's learned, and now that he's also mature and he kind of understands the world from a different perspective, we're gonna be able to not only see Meek angry, but also Meek kind of contemplative and Meek. You know, uh, and now analyzing society, which is something that I really look forward to, because in my opinion, he's a smart guy, man. He's a smart yeah. guy. Yeah, he really is. Um, he just oh. makes dumb decisions. I just wanted to also echo that. <laughs> um, what I would say is maybe I, not necessarily. I would expect something too soon, though. Actually, because um, on a couple of interviews, you know, when he really just got out of jail, I, I, um, I listened to some interviews, and he was talking a little bit about like because he just went through this hardship that he still needs some time to soak it in and and like he's still just kind of getting back to feeling like like in control again That's because fair. because it in a sense he did kind of go to jail for something stupid I, yeah so it, it was it was pretty overrated but point being that he was kind of saying that as soon as they come out like you know some people were there to help him some people were asking him a lot of questions but then there's like a lot of people that are just like oh you got new music you got new music he's like chill <laughs> he's like hold up like i just got out like give me a second to put it back together um yeah i definitely don't want him to rush it man yeah exactly yeah. and so that's why you know maybe he's just i i think he's gonna take his time like maybe i'm not saying he's gonna disappear but i think he's gonna yeah. like he's gonna think about this a little bit more than 
you would expect not just be like okay i'm out of jail here's like some big thing i've been through no i'm cool with that no because honestly like if you could give us more like stay woke take all the time you yeah know? yeah because this you can take hard. two years if you want yeah, man like i'll hard. i'll stay here waiting but uh one thing i want to bring up is like you, to understand the influence of meek still today though like that first album that he had those tracks are still played and everyone goes buck wild when you play those songs oh, yeah. you could play them like Levels. you know like from like even like from djing stuff right like if you play them in a club you can play them at a party uh, people know the songs and they don't just know a verse or two they know every single oh, yeah. word on the album yeah, and Meeks. that's kind of what I, I want from meek like coming forward and you know he's like you know when you think about it, he's an artist at the end of the day and at when an artist if he thinks of something like it could be like he might drop another song three days from now. It could be he drops another song three months from now, right? Yeah. And like the thing with an artist is, um, J like Jay Z talks about all the time. Like sometimes artists are perfectionists. Like they'll come out with a song that everyone around them loves, but they just think there's something missing, a flavor missing. Yeah. And they'll they'll wait, they hold out, and we get great things like this, you know, out of it. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's uh, that's actually what Dr. Dre says about detox. You know, he finished that entire album and he decided that it wasn't good enough. And no matter how many people wanted it, he decided, nope, it's not coming out. But uh, I like that. I like it when an artist is able to kind of separate their ego from their art. Not a lot of people would do. be willing to drop the whole album, so that it's speaks. Hard, man. Yeah, like, that think, speaks a lot to how much he wanted to be like wanted to be perfect. Perfection, yeah, and that's a lot to their character, right? Even even though you do stupid shit here and there, right? Like at the end of the day, your overarching character is what people remember, and if you're releasing good music and with a message, you know, it's gonna. It's going to stay up there for a really long time, and that's what people remember. You know, and uh, speaking of good music, awesome Damn. segue again. Tiana Taylor is an, is an album that came out very recently. Come on, that was a dope song. Yeah, that, that was good. <laughs> that was such a bad I'm going to take the assist on that <laughs> one real style. quick. <laughs> uh, Tiana Taylor had an album uh, that came out. It's the last of the good music releases. Um, last of five? Or? Yeah. Yeah. We get, yeah, we got Daytona, Yay. Kids see ghosts, Nas, Tiana, five. Last of five. Can I just give a nice uh, shout out to Kids see ghosts though? Because I'm, yeah. I, it's, I'm still. You know, I, I'm I know still it's been a while, but like, for a really long time. I still really like that album. That, that was that was amazing. really well put together. <laughs> that album but yeah. was so good. I was I listened to the album and Apple Music kind of messed up the order, so it was a little out of order when it first came out. But I was speechless then. Even after they reorganized it, I think there's a little bit of a bigger effect after yeah. that. So. I've really enjoyed what Good Music has came out with over the past, what, it's been a whole month, right? Yeah. The whole month of June, five weeks. And oh, man, I have no I, no way to describe what Kanye has done. <laughs> and the, the lab that he's been cooking in, whether it was in Wyoming, Nevada, you name it, dude. He went all over the place. But I didn't get a chance to actually listen to the entire album. I got through, I think, five out of the seven songs. Yeah. And I really enjoyed the first five Um I wasn't really didn't know who she was to begin with, so this. Oh was really? Good, yeah, I didn't like uh, yeah, listen I mean, to a lot of music of hers. So like I've heard like tracks here and there. People have talked about it before, but this was the first time I've actually you know sat down and like actually taken a listen yeah. with something of hers, and I was pretty impressive. You know what she came out with. So for anybody who I should probably give some backstory on Tiana Taylor because she's not really that well known, but. Uh, so yeah, Tiana Taylor. She's a, she's like an R and B artist. Uh, she has, I think Sahil was pointing out, and I kind of agree with him. She has a lot of soul to her as well. It's kind of like a fusion of the two genres. Um, she uh, she's been on good music for a while. She she kind of got her first big break in that video that Kanye had for I think it was the song Fade, uh, 
where she was kind of dancing and then uh, other stuff happened. She's actually she's <laughs> married to <laughs> she's married to Iman Shumpert, uh, who plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers, I believe. Uh, he they've been married for a little while now. And she, yeah, this is her first album in I think a few years now. So people were pretty excited to hear from her. I know her first project had a lot of, had a lot of fans, and and I liked it too. I actually went back to it after after this release, and it's actually a great album. But um, yeah, this is uh, this is her first release in a little while. It's the last release of these these Kanye song these Kanye albums that have been coming out for the past month and a half. And I personally was a big fan. It's actually not seven songs like all the other albums were. It's a uh, eight song album, which oh, really? shouldn't be because the last song is horrible and it's a weird turn. Okay, it's really strange. Trust me. If you haven't heard the entire album, which I know you two haven't, you'll see what I mean. Because <laughs> it's basically it goes from like this gospel uh, sample with this beautiful like R and B seventh song. Into the it's called WTP, which stands for Work This Pussy, and it says it over and over again in the chorus. It just goes Work This Pussy, Work This Pussy, Work oh This God. Pussy, and it's so weird, dude. It's so weird. I don't understand why it's on the album. I don't get it. It's a weird turn, and it's a strange ending too, because the last song is super beautiful. Before that, it's almost like the seven songs were done, and she was like, "No, fuck you, Kanye. Put it on." <laughs> and then Kanye's like, "Fine. And we really got to release this at midnight." And so, and so he just threw it on there, but absolutely not. You guys, if I, if you really want to do yourself a favor, just hit pause after the seventh one. And don't just, go just to the delete eight. this eight song delete from your music library and just pretend it never existed. It's so uncomfortable to listen to. Imagine, imagine. Okay, you know what happened to me? I like to listen to these. Okay, whenever I listen to these albums, I like to really dive in. So I put it on my Bose speaker. Okay. I put it on my Bose speaker, and my family is around, but they're used to me listening to music really loud, and they know that some of the music I listen to is a little vulgar. This is pushing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm this listening is just to the a little album, bit over the top. And, and my dad's even, he hears it too, because you know, the song before that is beautiful. It's a, it's a gospel sample, it's nice, it's smooth. My dad appreciates some smooth music. He's kind of, he's listening, he's like, oh, this is kind of nice. And then, right when that ends, it goes, work this pussy, and I'm like, whoa! <laughs> What is this? I hit pause super fast. My dad leaves. It was an awkward moment. Thank you for that, Tiana Taylor. I don't even know what to say. I have, I only listened to like the um that one song you showed me earlier. I actually I don't know why, but I never got around to listening to this album. I'm gonna listen yeah. now, and I'm gonna listen to that that seventh song, <laughs> eight the song. eighth song, and see what it sounds like. Definitely. I think but, um, with the, I think we just got buried into all the new music that came out around that time frame, right? I think she. The her release was the week after Nas, right? Yeah. yeah. And it was, you know, Nas came out, then Jay-Z, Beyonce came out, then Drake, I think Drake was this thing that overshadowed her. So uh, there's just been a lot of music out recently. So if you guys get a chance, I know holiday season coming up. So just, you know, take a listen, dude, you're on a drive or something. Just look at the music out there and you see what you think. And if you want, let these guys know what's going on. Yeah. And I highly suggest listening to the other releases uh, from this good music. Series. Uh, my favorites personally were Daytona and Kid See Ghosts. Both of those are incredible albums. Daytona, I still bump it regularly. It's the first release. It came out a few months ago, and it's very rare that with all the music coming out that I keep an album on for that long. Daytona bumps. So if you haven't listened to that already, highly recommend. Same thing with Kid See Ghosts. And yeah, 
those are also the, good. Those two <laughs> albums are so good. Man. Those two albums equal the exact drive it takes me to get from home to school. So yeah. there's only two things I listen to. Dude, can we acknowledge the chopping on the games we played by Pusha T? Oh my god, I love that that song yeah. so much. Oh, it's, I'm trying to remember now what, what the, that sounds these like. These are the games we play. We yeah. are the names they say. It's uh, so hard. I gotta man. listen to it again. I I, I listened to Daytona like several times, but yeah, I haven't listened I think, to it recently. I'm, I'm pretty sure we talked about this, but the most iconic song in the album is "If You Know You Know." Oh, That's yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's, it's just, just I also that like flow is baby. just. Yeah. Just oh my god, it just flows real smooth. Yeah, yeah. Comeback Baby was another one of my favorites. That shit was oh god. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I remember that album. I think um, I liked almost every single song on there. I think yeah, I think I did too. That yeah, was a good. One. That Rick Ross feature was kind of like just smooth. Oh man. Oh my god. <laughs> so beautiful. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think we had time to move on to this playlist. What do you guys yeah, think? Speaking uh, of favorites, dude. Just songs of the week. Let's do it. All right. So who's going first? Um. Let's see. Guys, these songs are so. Good, <laughs> all of them. Every song we ever show you is great, but these songs in particular <laughs> are fantastic. You guess yeah. I'm up first. Uh, yeah. So first, right. so yeah. going back to this Pusha, you know, album with that Rick Ross feature. I don't know if you guys have uh, heard this song recently, but I'm gonna go with Green Gucci Suit by Rick Ross featuring Future. Let's hit it. I would have kept it playing longer, but unfortunately, last time on YouTube it got like copyrighted. So oh really? It got rid of the audio. Yo, yeah. Fuck off, YouTube. We're just yeah. trying to. We're, we're just trying, trying to share show the community, guys. We're just trying, trying to share that dope drop that Rick Ross just released. Yeah, I know, right? There are being buzz kills about it. It didn't YouTube happen on our previous content. episodes, but I don't know. This time it was it was being a little annoying. All right. So trying to play it safe. Fair. You guys can listen to obviously all the full songs on our community playlist. I'm not sure if everyone's able to access it, so I'm going to post the links again, and hopefully they work this time. So make sure you check those out. Uh, next up, we got my song of the week. Uh, this guy is Boss, who is off of uh, J. Cole's Dreamville label. A uh, really talented artist. And this is Boca Raton featuring Aesop Ferg. Let's hit it. I'm out in Boca Raton. I'm sipping Roca Patron. I got this chick on the phone, talking about life and how I just ain't right for her. I've been inclined to agree, cause all I've been doing is lean now. I can't be a one, baby girl, nah, but I play the two or the three now. Give it a dick and I'm gone. I'm like a ticking time bomb. I'm on a road, prime time for the dope. Ooh, that was good. That was good. Like that drop that hits you. Yeah. Uh, when ASAP, wait till ASAP comes in later. I mean, I know we can't play the whole song right now, but check it out on the Allure DJ's community playlist, man. It's hard. Gotta do it. <laughs> um, all right, so last one's my song. It's a little old. I forgot. I don't even remember how old this song is, but it was just you know circulating on my playlist this week. So this is "Motivation" by Kelly Rowland featuring Lil Wayne. Oh, yeah. Make sure it's you guys check wheezy, it out. Baby. Yeah, the old Wheezy. I miss this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Go, go, go. Go, go. 
a good time, dude. There it is. There we go. We got a couple of songs for your 4th of July barbecue and then a couple of songs for later when you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it smooth. Keep it funky. Let's go. So, yeah. So let's, um, I think All we right. can wrap up, wrap up here. I guess it's my job this time since Hate's not here. Uh, I will wrap us up today. Catch us next week on the Allure DJs podcast. Uh, please, you can find us at SoundCloud. You can find us at Apple Music. And be sure to check out our Lord DJ's community playlist on Spotify. And uh, that's it for us. I'm Rishi. Mayor. And Saho. We signing off. Peace. Peace out.